It's the Garden Nerd Tip of the Week podcast. I'm Christy Wilhelmy. Thanks for joining us, and welcome to our new format, where we spend time chatting with guests to ask for their favorite tip. After 10 years and 473 podcasts of our own, we're reaching out to other experts in the gardening world. My guest today is David King, who is most widely known as the Garden Master at The Learning Garden, where in addition to running the garden, he teaches month-by-month courses on organic gardening in Southern California. David also teaches at UCLA for the Gardening and Horticulture Certificate Program and the Sustainability Certificate Program. Not to mention, he is the founding chair of the Seed Library of Los Angeles and makes a mean rhubarb pie. Welcome, David. Thank you. Hey. I don't think I could have gotten through all that. <laughs> yeah. That is excellent. Hey, thanks. We can well, stop now, right? It helps to write it all down. Uh, so today we're going to talk about grafting for beginners. But before that, David, let's talk a little bit about the Learning Garden and what you love to grow here. Because it's Southern California and you're growing in the ground and in some, some raised beds, like mounded raised beds, right? Right, mostly. And so what do you like to grow here that's amazing? Well, I tend to go for a little bit off the beaten path, mm-hmm. uh, probably because the path has been beaten to death. I don't know. You know no, I'm using, uh, I'm, right now I'm really infatuated, I'm totally infatuated with um, black garbanzo beans. <gasps> yes. The plants themselves are gorgeous. They're lacy, they're light, they have that multiple uh, compound leaf, mm-hmm. which is just gorgeous. And so I'm experimenting with them. I've got the, the, the peas, the beans, mm-hmm. right? And then in between them, I'm planting garlic in one bed. In another bed, I've got lettuce. So you're interplanting. And I'm planting broccoli at the third bed. Oh. And my hope is that they'll shade the ground a little. We have a dearth of, of, uh, of, uh, compost to spread across the ground. Okay. So I'm trying to shield the soil from the sun. And these plants are fairly low lying mm-hmm. and they'll, sh- they'll give dabbled shade to the soil and to the plants I'm planting in, in between them. Awesome. I love interplanting. I and, do too. And just for kind of a side note, if people wanted to get involved at the Learning Garden, what's the process? We usually ask for, just give me 50 bucks and we'll figure <laughs> out how to involve. No, uh, really. Um, <laughs> You know, anybody contacts us, we're, we have need of volunteers always. Okay. You know, um, one of my sayings is that even if nothing else grows in the garden, the work does. Yes, it does. It does. And so we always need people to help us out. Oh, so there's no waiting list per se? Oh, God, no. Okay. No, come in here, throw yourself at me, and I'll figure okay. out a place to put you. Fantastic. All right, so let's get down to details. What is, so, yeah. I am afraid of grafting. I'll just start that. I know, it's crazy. Uh, But I'm afraid of grafting. So I wanted to talk to you about grafting for beginners because that's, that's it's a rabbit hole. Uh Uh-huh, it is. And it's on my list of New Year's resolutions to finally get over the fear of grafting. So can you start by saying, telling us what is grafting? Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then how, where's the best place to start? Okay. Grafting is oftentimes... Uh, thought of uh, with fruit trees. Yes. And in fact, uh, that's what we mostly graft. Apples are exceedingly easy to graft. And so with my classes, uh, everybody who takes a class in grafting with me ends up taking home an apple tree. That's the easy one. Oh, cool. Yeah. So the reason for grafting is that you have, there's many reasons, but the basic one is you end up with a rootstock that, and that's the roots, right, that will control the eventual size of the tree. If you have a regular apple, 
you would need maybe a, a very large ladder to get and pick the, the fruit at the top. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you planted on an M27, that's the name of a type of rootstock, an M27, it would be just 16 feet tall. So that's how dwarf varieties that's how are dwarf created. Arrived at for the most part, yes. Right, and you can graft. Uh, I know this is you know something that people look at and they they think. Ew, that's a mutant whatever when they see, for example, citrus trees with four different varieties of citrus grafted onto the same tree. Yes. It's not an, an, an anomaly of nature. It's man-made, but it's not genetic engineering. Exactly. Uh, this is something that's been going on since, since the, uh, I think it's 350 B.C. Okay. B before current era. <clears throat> so long before uh, genetic engineering. <laughs> yes, long before that. <laughs> yeah. And it's just a matter, and you can only do it for apple to apple. For mm -hmm. instance, the rootstock must be an apple in addition to the, the top part being an apple. That's the only thing that we'll, we'll take. There are some exceptions to the rule, but that's not in beginning grafting. Okay, that's advanced grafting. Yes. Okay. And so then, uh, what tools do people need for grafting? Uh, you need a very, very sharp knife. That is the that is the one the one tool. Okay. Um, it's nice to have good pruners as well and sharp pruners, uh, but um, the knife is the most important thing. It doesn't need to be expensive. You can get those breakaway what do they call box knives, box mm -hmm. cutters. A box cutter. Yeah, they're sharp enough, and when mm -hmm. they, they, it gets dull, you break off and put on you put a new blade out, and that'll work. I don't find them particularly. Um, like if I was eating them, you would think of toothsome. So is it hand, hand thumb? Hand thumb? <laughs> hand thumb? I don't know. But, you know, I like the feel of this, this wooden uh, uh, knife in my hands. Uh -huh. And I find the blade very easy to use. So this is my knife. Um, I got it on Facebook. It was new old stock. And uh, the, the brand name is new old stock? No. Or no? It was new old stock. I somebody see. was knocking down a hardware store and found a box of these and oh. put it on eBay. Oh, I see. And so that's why you have the wood. Okay. And, and But then the knife... The steel is important. It must be really good steel. And um, that blade, you would say, is about, what, two and a half, three inches long? I would say, yeah, two and a half looks like to me. And, and the body of the knife itself is probably, this part, the, house, the housing then, is about four inches long. So, which makes it nice for you to put your whole hand on there. Mm -hmm. Notice the, the serrations there, where you can put your thumb. Oh, yeah. It's right? got a little notch close to the handle for your thumb to go in where you don't cut yourself. Right. And, the, yeah, the, the serrations don't cause you to, you know, your finger, your thumb to go on over. Right. Um, and is grafting the same as really any... Well, I had a safety officer on a cruise ship job tell me that uh, that you should always cut away from you and towards yes. a friend. Yes. Is that true with grafting? Yes. Yes, exactly. We even tried for a long time. You have your piece of wood, and we, we well, there you go. And we put a, a, a washer on it so you could safely cut down. Okay. Right? But then I had one of my best students really slice herself, mm. and so that washer idea was abandoned because I think it gave everybody a sense of, like, I can do it real hard, and then, oops. You know. So when you take a piece of a tree that you want to grow somewhere else. So let's say you you end up in Northern California where there's Gravenstein, right? Is it Gra Gravenstein apples? Gravenstein. Gravenstein. That Gravenstein. we can't grow here because we don't get enough chill hours. But let's say that we did. Yes. Okay. And you took a cutting. How would you take that cutting? What would you look for? First of all, I would try to get there uh, probably late fall, early early winter. Okay. And the tree is dormant. I would go through there. I'm looking for something that's about pencil width, about the size of a pencil. 
I'm looking for nice plump buds uh, on the wood. With that then, I would, I, this would normally be cut off from the tree and then... Ding. And that was the sound of a piece of wood sh- shinging, slinging off of a chair yes. uh, that David just cut. <laughs> yes, I just cut the piece of wood. And then I would take all my pieces of wood bundle them together, put over a moist paper towel, okay. and put them in a plastic bag and keep them cool. Refrigerator. Cool, fine. dark, and dry. Huh? Cool, cool dark, and well, wet. In this no, case. wet. Yeah, we cool, dark, wet. and wet. We need case. wet. All right. And and then those will be good until we take them out of the refrigerator and begin to work with them. Then what happens? Well, we get them home. We find the tree we want to graft onto. Um, now, in many cases you have a tree out there let's say you have a uh, anna tree mm-hmm. you're a little sick of annas or you just want to spice up your life a little bit you know variety is the spice of life yes, right so and diversity saves the world and but exactly <laughs> i love that line i totally agree with that so you will go out to that tree and find a spot where you want to graft this onto mm-hmm. right and then you've got to make cuts on the cyan wood and the rootstock. This is called a cyan wood, this piece right here that we took off of the tree, the Gravenstein up north. So this is the, the uh, scion, and we're going to find a place on our Anna that this has the approximate same size. And we're going to go in there, and we're going to compare until we find them on the same size. So we're finding a branch on the Anna that is the same diameter as the scion Approximately. That that's okay. ideal. Great. If we don't find it, we can work around it, but then that's into semi-advanced Uh, (laughs) grafting. Um, In my class, I order in rootstocks that arrive bare root. And who supplies those rootstocks? In my case, I get it from Rain Tree Nursery in Washington. Okay. And the only problem with that is my class only goes until like the second week in March. And if it's cold, if it's freezing between us and them, they can't ship. Mm Mm-hmm. So then we end up in the last class, right? Everybody's trying to do all this grafting. We have this mountain of, of, of uh, shavings here where everybody's whittling off their, their plant. So we would, and, and so we have those bare root, and we can just put them on the table and graft them on the table. It's a much easier job than going out there. To the tree. Yeah. Yes. When I say we go out to the tree and we graft it to the tree, you have to imagine that one of these sticks is poking me in the chin. Of course. Another one's got my hat by the, you know, <laughs> and, and, and there's, you know, I just stepped in something. So it's, it's a real, it's a lot easier to do a, what they call bench grafting, where it's just right here and we do it. Got it. So, yes. Okay, great. So that, and then uh, how do you affix the grafted scion to, or how do you, Attach it to the tree. Okay. We make cuts on the scion mm-hmm. and reciprocate them on the, uh, the rootstock plant. So it's so, positive and negative space exactly. on this part. It's like a male and female, too. Mm-hmm. Right? So on this one, for example, I would take my knife, and we don't want to whittle it out. We want to just make two clean cuts. On the diagonal? Well, like what I'm going to do, I'm going to come in here, and I'm going to take that off like that. So it looks like he's whittling. It does. And like that. You just need a rocking chair. I, oh. <laughs> yeah, and so he's cutting. I don't know if you can hear this. Okay, now see, I've, I've kind of made a boo-boo there. Oh, I see. That would be nice. But you see this green part right here, right, right underneath the bark, the cambium. The cambium layer. So what we're trying to do now is we made this into a point. It's a very sharp knife. Mm-hmm. We've made it into a point. Very good, thank you. So then we would have to go to the other plant, the rootstock, and do the opposite thing and make a V. 
to match. Exactly. Yeah. And then we push this into that. And if we've done it correctly, that V should be, should be fairly tight. Right? It isn't going to be perfectly tight. We take this, it is called parafilm. So it looks like a roll of tape. Yes. And it's been used, it's, it came originally from medical labs where they were, and where they were sealing test tubes up. Uh-huh. And there we are. Here's, and this is a, uh, what, this looks like half inch. It's oh, a half, I've got inch. half Yeah, and it, it looks like it's the same kind of material that that green poly tape is made out of. It but looks it's, like it. But it's different. It's way different. Okay. Because the green poly tape never disintegrates. Mm -hmm. Right. And it doesn't do this. When I put this on here, I just slightly pull on it. And now, as I stretch it, it is sticking to itself. Oh, nice. It is making a waterproof and airproof bond. Seal. Yes. And I go down over the cut. Joining the two pieces Joining together. the two pieces together. And when I'm done, I can just pull it off like that mm -hmm. and wrap the last piece in there. And how long will it take for that scion to take if it takes? Uh, it should. It will be normally about uh, three weeks to three months. Okay. It depends a lot on the weather. Right. If it's and, winter, it's not right. going to show. Until, no. Yeah. And, then, and it also depends on the type of plant you're grafting. Okay. So that, that's your easy part. That's the easy part. Easy part. And so people should feel free to experiment with something like this? Yeah, I think so. All right. Um, I will say this. When I first started grafting, we didn't have this. We were using that green tape. We yeah. were using uh, rubbers, grafting rubbers. Oh. They're like rubber bands that have been cut, and you've got to wrap them up and then tie them. Oh, my gosh. You know, and, and, and I would, I recall one time like spending like 30 minutes Trying to, trying to get the damn thing to talk. And also, they were flying all over the place. I had no idea where they were landing. I was <laughs> out in the orchard. three feet away. <laughs> yes. I was up in the orchard, actually, at Ocean View Farms. Uh -huh. And I can't, I can't find them. So I had to pull another one out and start over again. Yeah. It was just like, oh, my God. Then they said parafilm. I went, parafilm? I know what that is. And, and I see here that you have a handy-dandy, fancy grafting cutting tool that looks like a pair of pliers, like a, like a wrench, but... More fancy. Yeah, it's more fancy. These are available now, and if you're only going to do a small amount of grafting, and you're not going to be doing any uh, unusual grafting, because there's really hundreds of grafting cuts you can do, then this has a blade in here, and the blade is changeable. You can see this, the bolts there. You can take it off and put in a I new see, one. I see. You can change what type of cut you're going to make. And also get a new one when this thing gets dull, or take it out and sharpen it, whatever. Got it. And then this is kind of a plastic... Uh, bed here that we uh, anvil that we're up against. So we'd simply put our wood in there. You put it in to it's like a C clamp kind of. Yeah. And then you squeeze the handle squeeze and it clamps handle. down on that and makes the cut. And makes in this case makes a perfect uh, omega uh -huh. shape. And it's like putting two pieces of a puzzle together. Right. But a bing, but a bang. It exactly looks like a. a joining piece of a puzzle and it's really hard to go wrong with this because it's so because it is it is identical yeah you know both cuts are identical so you make that cut on both pieces exactly in this case we're using the 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 female part mm -hmm. and then on the woodstock or the rootstock rather we would use the the male, the part, male part and just wrap them together bada bing bada bang bada bing bada bing mm -hmm. cool i use bang okay <laughs> We're from different parts of the country. It's true, we are. Uh, <laughs> so I want to ask you about grafted tomatoes, because people rave about them, and uh, I wanted to know what you thought. Well, I'm, you know, I'm sure 
it's a good I'm sure there's good that comes from it um I like I just grow my tomatoes mm -hmm. I don't mess with them um so I mean but if you if it's if it's a thrill it's a great I mean it's great because it's all science and and grafting moves beyond science into art true and I love that I just you know there's so many different ways I could have talked about how to graft this. We could have grafted on a slant. We could have done a, a number of different things. Mm -hmm. And I just love it. Yeah, I have one client who's discovered tomato grafting and it's like his whole world now. Uh, and he's very excited about it and he's found it to be very beneficial. Does he use this? I don't know that he does. I think I he's... I, you don't need one with... Yeah, you yeah. don't need the C-clamp tool with the uh, <laughs> tomatoes because they're really young and, and supple when they're very that soft. small. Very and soft. you just cut them on a diagonal and tape them together. Yeah. Um, so he's been doing that. Uh, but in general, you talked about the benefits of grafting from a controlling the size of the tree mm -hmm. standpoint. But mm -hmm. are there any other benefits that you would... Oh, in, yes. Oodles. What? Tell me. Uh, for example, if you have... If you eat an apple and it's a really tasty apple, if you plant the seeds, you're not going to get that apple. Right. If you want that apple, you've got to graft. You've got to find some wood of that apple and you've got to graft. That's the only way uh, apples and many other fruits are carried forward. Right. Also, if you have a tree, you have a wonderfully beautiful tree in your backyard <laughs> and it's not producing. Maybe you've got a tree with, uh, with more chill hours than what we have. You can go into that and just put a, pe a couple pieces of wood and have a tree that's, that's producing fruit within a couple of years. Even if you could get a, uh, an apple from an apple seed, it would be over seven years before you could taste it. Whereas if you graft, you can have food in a couple of years. Right. So places like the uh, Rare Fruit Growers Association? Association no, Rare say? Fruit Growers of California. It's of California. CRFG. CRFG. Right. So Rare Fruit Growers, I saw on Facebook recently, they had a scion exchange. Yes, we go. And so what's that like? My client class goes. It's it's like Christmas a little late. Um, everybody, people, those people. First of all, those people are very, very, very dedicated. Yeah. And very knowledgeable. Yeah. They are incredibly generous with their time, with their knowledge, with their scion wood, with whatever. So we go there. We bring in some scion wood. So we're a part of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And many, and I see many of my former students there. Um, but we. They have brought in scion wood for apples, for pears, for peaches, for nectarines, for avocados. I mean, they had some avocados there this last Saturday. They were huge. Really? That big. Yeah, he's holding his hands about eight inches apart. It's bigger than a softball. Let's put it that way. Really it was big. huge. That's like a water balloon. Well, well it's like, like you have to have a family water. of 45 to finish it off. Yeah, you know? <laughs> those don't, they don't stay in the they fridge. They don't stay, so, no. But I guess you could make a nice cereal bowl out of it and uh, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, just make your guac right in there. That's right. Uh, that's, so that's very cool. Uh, and and things, that's something that people can get involved in if they get really down the rabbit hole of this, this right. craft. And even if you don't get down the rabbit hole, crfg.org is a wonderful resource for fruits, for how to, how to grow fruits and how to handle your fruit trees in a lot of respects. Usually a little bit off on the, the weird side of the pushing the envelope side, Sure, but uh, they're definitely a resource. Because they want you to grow, you know, mangoes and Yeah, and mangosteens and, and yeah, you and know. What's that kai, no the kai apple that has three inch thorns on the entire tree? It's crazy. Yeah. It's a yeah. beautiful fruit. It's a little weird tasting, but 
it's the tree has three inch thorns every like two inches. It's a crazy okay, tree. So yeah, die while picking fruit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, that. Uh, Who needs barbed wire? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's uh, so it is tip time, David King. What is one tip that you would like to share with the garden nerd audience? Well, if you're grafting, if you get into grafting, the 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 I've been trying to not say this the entire uh-huh. program, right? The <laughs> Save thi- it for the end. Yes, the thing to do. When you before you make a cut, is to start your wrap. Oh. So that once you've made the cut, all you have to do is continue the wrap, and so there is less chance of the scion or the cut drying out. You just have it right there. So you would put it on like this. So you with you, a big tail. You wrap the. <laughs> we're we're setting tape down next to the microphone, so that's probably yeah. what you heard. Uh, so he's taping, this is for the visually impaired, because this is audio. Yeah. Uh, we are taping, he's starting the, what is it, fill up the tape. The tape, oh, this is the, um, the f- uh, parafilm. Parafilm. Thank like, you. Fuh, fuh, fuh. Yeah, fuh, fuh, so yeah, he's taking the parafilm and wrapping it around the scion below the, the cut point. Right. And he's beginning to wrap it around. And... and- and then I have about eight inches left over. He tore off a piece, so he's, it's it's about eight or ten inches yeah, long. Ten. So now I would start my cuts. I would do my cuts, all the fresh wood, put it together, and then bring this on around and wrap it immediately. So you're not having to hold the the scion in place with one hand and wheel out to you know a twelve inch piece of tape with the other. Yay! So you wrap it around and tear it off, and you're done. Yeah, and it's and it's it's you can say it's very well done. It's well done. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Thank you very much for that expert tip, David, and thank you for being on the Garden Nerd Tip of the Week podcast. Thank you, Christy. I had a ball. Awesome. All right, Garden Nerds, you'll find more information about grafting on GardenNerd.com this week. Go to the Garden Nerd website and click on the link. Uh, we'll share an article David wrote about grafting from the Learning Garden blog. And stay tuned for David's upcoming gardening book that will hopefully be out soon, right, David? Yes. In fact, um, yeah, I've, I've got the chance for a second book. Ooh. And now that's going to impel me to to do the first. Okay. You can't do the second until you've done the first. Well, yes. Right. No. No. That's not true. You can do both at the same you time. You can do both or just one, either yeah. way. Well, I think... I'm, I think you know what? It's reinvigorated me because for a, this other book has been going along and along and along and along. Yeah. And it's like, do I have to see it again? Yeah. So I think this is going to reinvigorate me. At least I'm hoping. Okay, good. So keep your eyes peeled for a gardening book for Southern California. Yes. Coming at some point soon, yes. and then maybe another one after that. And another one after that. All right, that's it for this week. I Yay. hope you'll subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen. Visit us for tons of gardening information at GardenNerd.com. You'll find us on Instagram and Twitter under GardenNerd1, on Facebook at GardenNerd.com, and of course, our GardenNerd YouTube channel. Happy gardening!